Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. That is the only appropriate song that I can think of for the one, the only, Justin Moore. Welcome back once again to our number three. Wow, time's moving fast today. From the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee, the site of the 2023 SEC Football Media Days. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. And, Rick, we are joined by the man. Uh, He was on Morning Madness this morning, and um, he has managed to stay awake, I guess, most of the day. So he can join us tonight. Good after or good evening, Justin. What's up, guys? And he could have had a nap before he came on. Well, that's true. That's true. Are you a napping kind of guy, Justin? Uh, you know, since I started doing morning radio a little bit, but before that, no, not at all. Uh, even when you're even I when you're singing not, at night, even when you're singing at night, you don't rest before the concert. You know, I I never did, uh, but but I always slept uh, late, and I say late. I mean, I slept till you know nine o'clock or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but now that I get up at I'm supposed to be on at seven. I usually I, I stumble in around seven thirty, seven forty, something like that. But um, but uh, no, I've never been a big nap guy. But but I, I will I will say I have indulged uh, since doing some some radio stuff in the morning for sure. So Justin, have you been watching on SEC Network uh, the SEC Media Days, or have you had other things that you're doing? You know, Rick, I haven't. Uh, my daughter has been playing in a softball tournament this week, um, and so once I get done with the show, I've been going and, and dealing with that. Um, so I've I've missed a lot of the uh, the action. So has there? <coughs> excuse me. Has there been any juicy uh, stuff go on, or or Pretty, uh, pretty much, uh, you know, uh, par for the course. What do you think, Randy? Anything juicy? I, I uh, haven't seen anything a coach that says just really outlandish. No, 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 not what from a coach's you? perspective. The closest, juiciest thing that we found out, Justin, that was uh, day one when uh, Commissioner Craig, uh, Greg Sankey said that the 24 SEC Football media days will be at the Omni in, in Dallas, yeah. uh, Dallas, Texas. I mean, that's a, yeah, we that's been the big deal. Yeah, we had him on um, our show this morning, and I asked him, and you guys will appreciate this, I, I believe. Um, I, I asked him, I, you might have been on with us at the time, Randy. I don't remember, but um, how quickly could we kick Texas out of the league? Uh, <laughs> quick and kick them out wow. so you don't value the arkansas texas rivalry i do i just want them to stay away from us uh, we can we can play i just don't want them in our league I, i've seen that that uh, play out before 
Well, what you should have asked him is, when they come in, are, are, have you assured them that they only get one out of 16 votes, not 10? That yeah, would right. have been the yeah. better question. No kidding. Yeah. 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 That, that's where they are bothersome. Well, well, if you were there and there was something you didn't know, because maybe Randy will have the answer to this, what would you want to know uh, from a coach, maybe it's Arkansas or any other, if you were there asking questions? Oh man, that's a good question. Um, you know, I I think the the uh, the news surrounding uh, Georgia is kind of interesting. I, and you know, whether there's any truth behind any of it or there isn't, I, I you know certainly I don't know. But I do think that's maybe the only thing uh, coming into um, media days that. It was, you know, uh, newsworthy at least. Uh, you know, I, I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, you don't really have any of those um, coaches anymore in the league, at least from my perspective, um, like a Spurrier or no. a Bielema or, a, no. you know, those guys that. Yeah, yeah they, they kind of they they give you some some you know news clippings and they're kind of uh, they they speak in quotes kind of guys and um, you know it's a, it's a bunch of just um, I don't want to say boring I don't I, you know I don't want to put them down it doesn't uh, but there there's no news newsworthy uh, things outside of that Georgia story to me. Um, and, and when you're talking yeah, about the Georgia are you, story... Are you saying I should have asked Kirby Smart? Kirby, is it true that uh, the University of Georgia has started training athletes to be NASCAR drivers? <laughs> I was more so talking about the other stuff going on at Georgia. <laughs> but... Um, What's but, that? Well, what is that? I'm, I'm the, not even aware of what you're the, talking about. The, the Atlanta uh, Journal-Constitution um, that had put out some stuff about uh, their athletes. This was this is over the last uh, three, four weeks or so. Um, uh, the AJC uh, putting out stories, and I don't know how true they were. So I, you know, I'm not. Well, sure. that writer, ironically, um, I saw that headline today. Um, about the mistreatment the, of women. Uh, well, oh, that part the, of this, it, oh, really? No, the, oh, yeah. I did, I'm what this, of that one. What this said was the AJC had uh, fired the reporter wow. uh, for uh, basically shoddy reporting. And yeah, basically yeah. they were apologizing for any inaccuracies. But they didn't. They didn't elaborate. That I mean, that was yeah. that was it. Yeah, it was. Um, there were allegations. Um, and if I'm speaking out of turn, if somebody calls in, please correct me. Uh, no, but, this but is what news. I read, um, and this is over the last two or three weeks. Um, I think there were like rape allegations, and then you know that kind of thing going on um but again i i don't know how accurate it was uh, because this was you know their word against um the university of georgia's uh football and kirby as a matter of fact i believe about a week ago came out and called like an impromptu press conference to address it it was that hmm. big a deal hmm. about wow well, I tell you, it, well, it's, okay. it's went under the national radar. I can tell you that. If they fired the reporter, that means there's nothing to it because yeah, exactly. newspapers will yeah. not fire a guy if he's even got some of it that's yeah. true. So that yeah. that must have been a tough deal because newspapers mm -hmm. these days are not in business to be friends with universities. So right, that, that, yeah, that, that it's a little different than serious. it was back back in the day. No. Yeah, yeah. Orville yeah. Henry doesn't write anymore. It's been a long exactly. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin. Right. I, I, I was supposed to have asked you this on Morning Madness, and I mm. didn't do it. Uh, now I'll do it now because Jeff and Monticello sent me this once again from the Buzz text line. He says, here's your chance to ask Justin what uh, that burning question that seems like only Rick and I agree upon, and that is the one... Would you like to see college basketball men's go to four quarters, or would you rather you like to see it stay in two halves? 
That's a good question. Um, it, probably so. Um, it, it, probably it really, so what? Stay the way probably, it is I, I, or I go to four pro- quarters? I, yeah, I'm sorry. I would probably rather it go to four quarters. Um, you know, I, I don't know that there's any – is there any sport where we play just halves anymore, whether it be college or pro? I don't think so. Uh, Not – no, pros play four quarters. The women play four quarters. Uh, yeah, high school I, plays four quarters. Yeah, I think I would prefer it be four quarters, uh, personally. And maybe you do something with the fouls um, where – you know, it's uh, you know maybe five gets you into the bonus or four gets you into the bonus or something per quarter, and it's not the entire half, uh, especially because um, you know charges have become a a big uh, hot topic, I guess, over the last two or three, four years, especially in the college game, um, and it's such a judgmental call or a judgment call, um, whereas. Um, you know, if you get, you could you could be in the bonus with 13 minutes left in the half, you know, and and that can totally flip a game. So I would probably prefer it be uh, four quarters. How about you guys? Well, the well, NBA is trying their very 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 best to take away a player being able to draw a defensive charge yeah. because uh, I mean he's yeah, almost got to get a, change the rule. Yeah, I, think yeah so. I mean, they've got yeah, it now to where yeah. basically, you know, he better set up before the player gets, you know, before he crosses half court. Yeah. Is that, now, they haven't changed that yet in college, have they, Randy? No, no, not, not that I I'm aware so, of. No. They well, keep trying good, they, then they they keep change from halves to quarters either. If they haven't changed the charge rule, they shouldn't change from halves to quarters Don't either. Don't you think they kind of go hand in hand? <laughs> I, don't I know mean, about you know that. what I mean, though? Like, <laughs> no, I mean, but the, no. Leave it at half. Hey, Justin, do you have intermission at your shows, or do you just go straight through? We just go straight through. <laughs> no, okay. I'm saying, uh, I'm saying, if you had one, now you could have three intermissions instead of no, one, what, right? No, what I'm saying, Rick, is you said if if they haven't changed uh, one, don't uh, don't change the other. That's right. right. That's what I'm saying. Don't you think those two things kind of have a little bit of, uh, you know, those two kind of play a role in in the other well they, uh, they they separate the college game you do i have do i think that uh charging i'm saying char- have, charges have, i understand and, the, and the foul I, yeah okay here here's what okay in the pros you also get six fouls in college you get five so right. uh you know should they change that i mean they're i i still like the distinction between the college game and the pro game i, I don't now, think just here players do need to be in college that's me here here's one i would trade off on okay leave it in halves but in the final two minutes of yeah. each half right i go for if that there's a made basket the ball. i jump i i jump out you know i've got the ball out of bounds i call timeout now I get the ball in the front court. Absolutely. Yeah, I like my that. front court. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, that yeah, I especially off. Especially if there's only two or three seconds to go. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think I, it, it, I it gives you an opportunity to to uh, be back in a game or win a game that you otherwise have little chance of of winning or getting back into. And you know, this is coming from a guy who uh, is a proponent of. of of taking charges as a five six guy, <laughs> like yeah, I'm not jumping up and blocking anybody. So, but I like I like being able to take charges. Hey, Jalen Williams led the NBA in taking charges last year. He did, rookie. yeah. From Arkansas. Well, what's that going to do for him? I mean, what kind of contract extension is he going to get if he can't take charges anymore? Yeah, because he's a more of a like below the rim kind of player. Yeah. Um, you know, and so yeah, he's kind of carved a a niche out there. And if they take that away, yeah, for sure, he's going to have to step out and hit more threes or do something else to make up for that. All right, guys, we got a couple of callers. I got a feeling okay. what this one caller is going to say, but never mind. Let's talk to Stan. Stan, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive you, Time Sports. How you doing now, Randy? What's up, buddy? All right, all right. What's up? What's a Rick? So, Stan, were you going to argue to build a statue of Justin Moore in front of Razorback Stadium? Hey, Justin is a bad Justin, you a bad man. You know that? <laughs> Not bad. bad. <laughs> you I the like baddest it. man. I, hey, Justin, you the baddest man I know. 
Ever since Thanks, Leroy Brown. Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. how hey, are Rick, you, buddy? You I'm doing fine, sir. Hey, Rick, let me, let me, you might already ask this question the other day. I just, I was just going to ask you about this. Check this out. If Georgia wins, if Georgia wins the championship, Georgia number one, right? Yeah, we, we talked about that. Yeah, it would be no, pretty I'm amazing. Say, I, no, I see you. I'm trying to, I'm going to make sure I got the right understanding. If Georgia three P, if Georgia three P, so when he, if Georgia, Alabama ain't never three P, right? No, they ain't never three P. They two P. Only one ain't team three-peat. has, and it's an obscure note. So, Minnesota if, evidently so, did sometime right. in the yeah. 30s. I yeah, make, who remembers I that? I want to make sure. Right, I got to sure I got it right, though. If Georgia three P, yeah. ain't nobody never done that in 30 years, 40 years, whatever. Yeah. Would they put him over Nick Saban as the greatest coach in college football? I just wanted to, I'm going to hang him in this thing. I don't know that you would do that because that would be three for Kirby Smart and seven for Nick Saban. So, he, and and how many, uh, he's got seven and he's also, what, lost in the championship game at least once. So, I don't know that I'd go that far, but he is the rising superstar of college coaching. you got to give him credit for that. It's interesting and all of us can relate to this. When you're on top of your game, well, I don't know if I've ever been on top of my game, but I've been around yeah, people right. that are. I feel the same and way. If you're around people that are, it's tough to stay there. And so the fact that um, they've got a chance for three in a row, personally, I don't think there's any way they're going to win three in a row. But that's just my opinion. But think about this, and this is what I respect about Nick Saban. He's 70 or 71 years old. His desire to win has not changed one bit after the seven national championships. Most men in particular, I can't speak for women, once they reach the pinnacle, they're not willing to do all the things it took to stay there. If they can stay there, they want to, but they may not make all the sacrifices it takes to do it time after time after time. He is in rare air when it comes to that. (laughs) Because he still does. Everything it takes to win at the highest level, he still does. So that's why I'm not sure you yet are going to throw him out. He's, he has won seven national championships. Yeah, I think may, you, you may say uh, if, if they were able to, to win a third in a row, uh, that being Georgia with Kirby, maybe he's the best at it. Right this second, right. But certainly not of all exactly. time. Um, you know. Uh, well, that, now you I, get I, I think they got. I don't. I don't know. What do they have at quarterback? I mean, I'm sure they have a new Somebody five star knew. coming in or something. Yeah. But um, you know, the the kid that uh, you know the one one at quarterback for him the last couple of years, he was undersized and underappreciated and. You know, whatever. Um, but uh, he had a lot of intangibles, uh, whether it be making checks at the line or, um, you know, just knowing the game and having experience uh, that uh, there's going to be a learning curve for whomever mm-hmm. takes over for him. Yeah, the the new one might be infinitely more talented. He may be, that doesn't yeah. mean he's going to be as good or as right, effective. Right. They had more yeah. talented quarterbacks on campus. Than their last one. But that's a great that, point. Yeah, that, that they won with a guy that was a former walk-on. Yeah, that's a great point. All right, let's talk with uh, Trey. Trey, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, glad to be on. I think Rick said it. Last three feet was probably Minnesota uh, with their uh, offensive line averaging uh, 205 pounds. Uh, <laughs> Is you know, that right? Kind of at that point. Uh, wow. that's, that's a little bit made up, but still. Uh, anyway, Justin made an interesting comment about not being uh, as excited about the Texas rivalry uh, being renewed. I kind of agree with you. There are probably some uh, current and future Big 12 teams I'd rather have home and homes with. Really? I understand the history of the, South, uh, of the Southwest Conference, but BYU, Cincinnati, that was fun. Um, playing TCU, Baylor, or Texas Tech, I'm all about that. And wherever they expand... Uh, later, but anyway, guys, I just kind of pose a question to you: uh, for a home and home, what would you like to see of the current and future Big Twelve if it were to happen in Arkansas? And you can tell it's summer because I'm speculating future rivalry games. And I'll call. <laughs> well, I'll he ask, he, he's asking if there was somebody else in the Big Twelve. Thank you, Trey. 
that you'd yeah, really I think so, Rick. With? Yeah, and let me specify. Like, I'm excited to I, I'm I'm excited to play Texas every year uh, and renew that rivalry. I just was kind of being tongue in cheek about the fact that I don't want to be in the same conference as Texas yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been I, there I get that. that. <laughs> they're, they're extremely arrogant. So, You're right. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't know that the last. I don't know what have we played them five, six times over the last ten, fifteen, twenty years, and six we've beaten times them since the SEC beat them four. God, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Four. Yeah. So that doesn't necessarily bother me, and I get excited for those games. I just, I just don't want them in the SEC. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, them to benefit at all from the money that the SEC generates, <laughs> but uh, okay. from, so from my perspective, Big Twelve, Big 12 other, who would you like to play? I don't know. I, I think it would be. I went to. Uh, we played a, a game against um, uh, TCU mm-hmm. at TCU. Mm-hmm. Brett Bielema was a coach. I think that might have been fifteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, something like that, and. I thought that was a really cool environment, and uh, we ended up winning at like a last-second kind of two-point conversion or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that might be kind of fun. Justin, I'll I'll finish. Thanks to Chris Babb, he sent this to me as uh, somewhat of a clarification on this University of Georgia that you were talking about. There was an article by investigative journalist Alan Judd. And the Georgia Athletic Association issued a nine-page letter addressed to the leaders of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution demanding a retraction. Uh, They said the article was replete with errors, unsubstantiated allegations, innuendo, and possibly even fabrications. There you go. And uh, so it goes on. uh, I I, I, I don't talk about what the issues were. Yeah. It, it it had something to do with uh, the the uh, mistreatment of, of females. So. Gotcha. All right, Justin, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. That's hey, Justin thanks, Moore. Guys. Y'all have a great evening. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their game balls and jock straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501-794-2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. From 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Well, Billy, we're back working by Guatney Chevrolet. Well, until AI takes our jobs. AI ain't gonna shovel this gravel. I guess it could take the boss's job. Billy, AI is not designed to be useless. You don't need AI to find the best deals on new Chevrolets. Right now at Guadney, get brand new 2023 Silverados up to 7000 off MSRP and rates as low as 1.9%. Plus, 2023 Equinox at 1.9% or an optional 1250 cash back. Come see us at Guadney and avoid all traffic and construction. Northbound on 67, take the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main and left on Bailey to our front door. Find new roads to Guadney Chevrolet. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuadneyChevrolet.com. All offers with approved credit. Stock number 24505. And now Martha Stewart for Skechers. When I make a dish or embark on a craft project, I always use the finest, most fabulous ingredients and materials. Which is why, when it comes to footwear, I love Skechers. Because Skechers is the comfort technology company and uses the most luxurious, innovative materials and designs to make wondrously comfortable footwear with all the fits and features like ArchFit and Skechers' world-famous air-cooled memory foam. It's exactly the way I'd make shoes. Find Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, President of Operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. 
All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler, always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family-owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Life is better with football and with First Security. We have the resources and the know-how to tackle your needs, plus a local team you can count on. So you're making better plays because First Security is making better happen during this season and every season. What's your better? Get there with us. Stop by your local First Security banking center or visit us online at fsbank.com today. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. And welcome back once again to the First Security coverage of the SEC Football Media Days 2023. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Uh... Anxious to get back home to use all of my toys that I have from... Well, they're not really toys. You can't say that a a, a lawnmower... Can't wait to see what my grass looks like. It's probably over my head by now. But um, all the equipment I've got, uh, whether it be the blower, the weed eater, or the lawnmower from the good folks there at Hennard Foothills Equipment. But... I must say that if I had the yard that I once had, the Kubota BX subcompact tractor would have filled the bill because it has got anywhere from an 18 to a 26 horsepower Kubota diesel engine. So I got I'd have plenty of power, but it's all the options that go along with it, whether it be a front end loader, bush hog. I could have used a bush hog badly. Box blade, tiller, the list goes on. So whether you've got a small, small yard like I've got now, and all I need is the push mower, combine that with the uh, smaller blower, the smaller weed eater, they got the right tool for the right application at Hennard Foothill Equipment in Searcy, 1920 South Main Street. they got great financing options right now. Call Mickey, my man, 501-268-1987. That is Mickey at Hennard Foothills Supply. And ask him for the tractor. What tractor would you recommend that would fit me like a glove? That is Hennard Foothills Equipment, 1920 South Main Street in Searcy. Um, I don't know how that story, Rick, uh, before we go on to uh, some more of our interviews, I don't know how that story about Georgia just flat, I, I just flat missed it. No, I did too, I did too, and, uh, but that's really interesting because there's, obviously, there are a lot of people that like to dig around and find things, and, uh, you know, their Georgia's the number one program in the country right now, has been for the last couple of years, and. Uh, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution prides itself on being out there, being investigative at times. Um, but the, the fact that that story went to print, the fact that it was even printed, it's, it's one thing for the guy that wrote it. It's somebody else for saying, have we checked various sources on this? Yeah. Stuff? Are we sure about this? Because, hey, if the Georgia Foundation wrote a nine-page thing saying you better retract it and we don't know whether they retract it or not the only thing we heard you heard i guess was the writer got fired but um that's that's lawsuit 
I mean, that's defamation of character. That That is all those kind of things. So we'll see if the journal, because newspapers are not in the habit of writing retractions. Right. Unless they absolutely have to, unless it is so right. wrong, the story is so wrong that they they have to. So we'll see. You can, and then fire the reporter. And fire yeah. the reporter. That's right. So that's one of the things they can do. But if the Atlanta Journal-Constitution got that one wrong, that's, that's too bad. And, you know, the thing is also <clears throat> newspapers are hurting. And they're they're doing they're trying to do everything they can to keep up with all the internet sources because sure. more and more, particularly uh, Generation Z and even Millennials, they're they're looking online for their news sources, and they're not reading newspapers like they used to. Uh, I don't know how many people you know in their 20s and early 30s. I know people in their 20s that have never read a newspaper. We grew up. You had to read the newspaper. That's oh, wow. how you got yeah. your source. That's how you got your source of news. Well, anymore, that's not the case. And so, um, for the Journal Constitution, you know, to get something that wrong, that's a that's a bad bad deal. Well, you know, one example of that is, and I'm sure it was people my age and and even younger than that. But everywhere you turned, whatever hotel you were in. Uh, you always found a USA Today yeah, yeah. box. I wouldn't read that today to save my life. It's well, I'm just saying. It is I pitiful, am just but saying. I remember when they first came out, it was the national newspaper. It was good. And, uh, yeah, it was in airports. You read it on the There was a box on every flying. corner, it That's seemed right. like. That's right. But it's, it's, a, it's a pitiful publication. But it got taken over by the Internet. And now yeah. you get it online. Well, I don't and if you get it online. Uh, you? Okay, okay. I'm just, I use that as an example. I didn't realize <laughs> you had this bloody vendetta no, or whatever no. it may be. It's pathetic. In fact, I, it's, it's funny because uh, before we came on, uh, Paul Feinbaum had two reporters, one from ESPN and one from USA Today. And the USA Today guy, I just have to tell you that there was just an arrogance that was just and the ESPN guy Thamel who's a college guy he was just regular guy and I'm thinking man USA Today I, I think you should be a little more humble I think well this is from the SEC football media days okay. and this gentleman also is very humble yeah. this is the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide <laughs> none other than Nick Saban okay tell everybody how excited we are to be here this is always kind of the start of another uh, challenging football season and I hope you all had a great summer and enjoyed your time and I'm sure you're looking forward to the season as much as we are. Hey coach, good morning. Taylor Kaufman with CBS 42 in Birmingham. Um, Alabama has some question marks around it going into this year but we saw that a couple years ago and you guys ended up with a Heisman quarterback SEC championship and a trip to the national championship. Do you kind of like when the media and fans have some question marks about you guys opposed to headlines that maybe read you guys are a shoe-in for the championship? Right. Well, we're never a shoe-in for the championship. Um, we always have question marks about our team. Sometimes you all don't recognize them as clearly as uh, what they might be, uh, just like last year's team. Yeah, we had a great quarterback coming back. Uh, we had a great player, Will Anderson, on defense. We had a lot of question marks on our team, but that gets overlooked because you have these two star players at critical positions. And, you know, this year maybe we don't have those kind of impactful players at those critical positions, so it's very challenging to develop the team so that they can compete at a high level. Uh, we have some experience coming back on both sides of the ball, and we also have a lot of new young players who uh, can contribute in a very positive way to our team. So, But every year is challenging. Every year is, and no matter what's happened in some other year, at some other time, in some other circumstance, it's not going to impact this year. The people on this team, the coaches on our staff, are going to do what they can to try to impact this year uh, in a positive way in terms of what we want to accomplish and what we want to do. Front row. Good morning, Coach. Uh, AP Stedham, AP Kelly, as we see at Syndicated Radio. Out of curiosity, 
do you recommend any place that you visited this summer? And then the second question is, I know you sought counsel in the past on different phases of the game. What's been your experience studying the two-quarterback system? Well, first of all, the first question is a better question. So, um, you know, everybody knows we went to Italy. It was for our 50th wedding anniversary, which was really in the past. But I kept getting out of going because I didn't really want to go and take 10 days to not be around. But it was a great trip. And I would recommend that anybody go. And Florence is fantastic. Rome is fantastic. The Amalfi Coast is fantastic. And we got roll tided everywhere we went. So if you think you're going to be incognito over there, that's not happening. So, uh, and the second part is, you know, we need for all of our quarterbacks to develop on our team. Uh, I don't think anybody separated themselves to this point, even though I see improvement in each and every guy in terms of how well they're doing and how they're developing. But we need that on our team. We don't just need a starter. We need a backup. We need, you know, good players at that position. Uh, just like Jalen Milrow had the opportunity to play last year, we needed him to be ready in the Arkansas game and the A&M game. So um, when somebody separates themselves and nobody knows for sure when that is, and I can't establish a timetable to say on this date we're going to say this is the starting quarterback, it's going to happen when it happens. And that's the way it'll be. Right side, fourth row. Good morning, Coach. Tony Reese, WTV. I'm out of Columbus, Georgia. The long-term saying, Bama doesn't really lose. They reload. So with the addition of key players going to the draft, I know you guys kind of reload every year. Kind of what's been that going forward this year? Well, I think that that's the way it's going to be. When you have a lot of good players and you do a good job of developing those players as they have at Georgia, we have done that some in the past, you lose four or five guys that are underclassmen, in some cases more, some cases maybe less, Instead of having 17 starters back, you got 12. So it impacts your team and makes your team younger. So the challenge is, is how can we develop the young players on our team quickly enough that they're ready to go out and create value for themselves and play winning football? That, that's the challenge. So uh, and that's what we've had to do in many years. Some years we've done it better than others. Um, so And that's going to be the challenge for us this year. Left side, second row. Ryan Hennessy, WVTM, NBC 13 in Birmingham. Coach, you're over here. Your uh, offensive coordinator is 30 years old. The age gap between you and him, what have you? What has it been like so far when you hired him, a 30-year-old offensive coordinator? Do you have a lot of things in common, maybe some differences? or do, do, and What is that like? Because a lot of fans... It's great. First of all, I still feel like I'm 39. And um, Tommy's great. He's mature. Uh, he does a great job presenting to the players. He has good relationships with the players. He's very bright. He understands the game. He's a very good quarterback coach in terms of helping guys improve at that position, which I think is critical. Um, we don't have any issues. He's very respectful um, of what we want to do and how we want to do it. And the guy's hungry, wants to learn. I think he's one of the brightest young coaches that I've been around for a long time. Right side, second row. Hey, Coach. So most players have a go-to song or artist that kind of get them locked into the game. I'm curious, what is on a Nick Saban pre-game uh, hype playlist for you? I don't understand this question. <laughs> okay, before Coach Saban answers that, we'll take the break, come back, and wrap it up with Coach Nick Saban. Was that kind of poking at the bear when uh, he said something to the effect about um, they were reloading? And he said, you know, we've done a, Georgia's done a great job of yeah. developing players, and, and, yeah. and sometimes we have to. Sometimes we have to. <laughs> All right, Drive Time yeah. Sports will continue. The month of July has become synonymous with Shark Week. The truth is, the sales staff of some dealerships will make you feel like you're in an episode the minute you pull on the lot. 
Don't get stuck in a feeding frenzy. Just go see Guadney Buke Gym C next to Sam's Club in Northland Rock. The sales team at Guadney are high on product knowledge and low on pressure. Get incredible low rates right now on new Buick and GMC. And no payments for the rest of the summer. So don't swim with the sharks at another dealership because it's never Shark Week at Guadney Buick Gym C. Guadney Buick GMC is offering 0.9% on 2023 GMC Sierra 1500. Additional $1,250 rebate on Sierra with eligible trade. 2.49% on new Buick SUVs, GMC Acadia, and 1.9%. No payments for the rest of the summer. All offers with approved credit. Guadney Buick GMC, Pulaski County's only Buick GMC dealer. GMC, we are professional grade. The Sunken Land Songwriting Circle features three world-class songwriters sharing the stage for an evening of music and storytelling. Roseanne Cash will host the event and will be joined by Rodney Crowell, Sarah Jeros, and John Leventhal. This benefit concert will be held on August 12th at the Fowler Center in Jonesboro. All proceeds benefit the ongoing upkeep and operation of the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. This ad paid for with a combination of state and regional association funds. Dealing with HR is hard. There are 36 forms new employees have to fill out, a team handbook to read, company core values to memorize, and oh, by the way, you've got approximately zero room to make a mistake on their paperwork. Good luck. If you need help with HR, talk to the payroll company. They can handle recruiting, onboarding, HR best practices, handbooks and policies, payroll, and training. So all that's really left for you to do is take your new employees to lunch. Mmm. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. What's good, y'all? Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Look, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, and as well they should be, and you should join the convo if we're being honest. Just make sure you do your homework and you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. At Low T Center, it's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Let me be clear. This is not a typical doctor's office. It's concierge medicine exclusively for all of us men. Here's the deal. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain, and or loss of muscle mass, your T levels may be low. Low T treatments are affordable and convenient options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T level tested. So what are you waiting on? Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. And brought to you in part by UAMS and Kaufman by Design West. Well, I'm interested, even though I did hear the response by Nick Saban, but uh, uh, does he rock and roll? Does he play oldies but goodies? <laughs> uh, what kind of music do you like before the game? Nick Saban. I'm going to guess he's a country and western guy. What do you think? Music choice. What are you listening to? What are you and Terry uh, listening to? Next question. Well, you know, we, we, we don't, <laughs> I don't really listen to music before the game. Um, you know, we always play Gimme Shelter going home, you know, after the game. <laughs> but I don't listen to music before the game. I'm kind of thinking about... You know, have we covered everything we need to cover? Players ready to go? Um, and trying to anticipate what might be a problem in the game at some point. So, um, I mean, if you walk around in a locker room, you can get entertained quite a bit because most people are listening to music, which I think is a way the players are trying to relax, you know, a little bit and um, curb their anxiety. And I think that's a good thing, but... I just never did that, so um, I can't answer that. Stay on the second row. Dan Peck, ESPN 1067 in Auburn. Coach, what can you tell us about the decision to bring back uh, Coach Steele? 
Uh, coach Steele is a very experienced coach. He's been a very successful offensive coordinator in our league for a number of years. Uh, he's been with us in the past on several occasions, so he kind of understands you know, our system of how we do things and what we do. But um, So it was a combination of his knowledge and experience as well as his familiarity with you know, how we do things that um, made it a... Uh, I think a good choice for us. Left side, third row. Nick, uh, right over here. John Sokoloff with uh, WCBI, uh, kind of a small part of a two-parter, though. But uh, can you kind of comment on Pete Golding's departure to Ole Miss and kind of going off that Ole Miss and Mississippi State next year, not on the schedule? I believe that will be the first time you're not playing either of those schools. Has that kind of crossed your mind? And what are your thoughts on not playing either of those, uh, those teams? We play them this year, though, right? So you think I'm thinking about who we play the next year? I haven't even looked at the schedule yet. So I can't... No, I haven't given that any thought at all. Look, everybody needs to make their personal choices and decisions about, you know, where they think they best can develop their career. Uh, Pete did a great job for us. Um, I like Pete. Um, you know, he improved every year with us in terms of... Um, how he did his job, uh, which I was always pleased with. And he chose for personal reasons or whatever reasons that was a better opportunity for him to go someplace else, and that's his prerogative. So, um, and we wish him well. On the aisle, fourth row. Coach Saban, Corey Labounty, we got a chance to see a different side of you this summer with the virtual reality game. I know you like to dominate your opponent on the field. Did you dominate the virtual reality opponent? And what game were you playing in that virtual reality? You know, I, I don't know. You have to explain it to me because I didn't see it. So what, what, what? When, when you were punching with the, with the glasses on, uh, the virtual reality game, to where when you're taking on your opponent and you see them in the video game and you're kind of punching a little bit, almost like a little dance your daughter was recording. Yeah, well, I thought I was horrible. I couldn't land a punch. But you could get punched. So that's the only time I've ever done that. And it was a good experience. I can't really give myself a very good grade of how well I performed doing it. Final question, second row. Coach Rosie Langello from WSA, WSFA in Montgomery. Of the three players that you brought today to SEC Media Days, why did you end up uh, bringing those three guys? Uh, they're all good players. They're all good guys. They've all uh, been good leaders. They've represented the program well. They're very experienced players. They've had a lot of success at their position. And um, I think they all have played a significant amount of football, probably as much as anybody on our team has played. So, and I think they'll both do a great job of representing the university and their teammates, you know, here at this. So, um no really formula for who you bring, but um, hopefully those guys are someone that you'll be interested in, and uh, they've certainly been great ambassadors for the University of Alabama. They've played really well. They're both, all three, on track to graduate, so they've done everything we've asked them to do in a positive way. Coach, thank you very much. All right, thank you all. Appreciate what you do. So... Well, after every game, he plays Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, that's what he Stones. said. Yeah. Good grief. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. He must be a Rolling Stone fan. <laughs> I guess so. I, that that that's, it just doesn't fit him, but anyway. <laughs> Give me shelter, baby. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And then he finally figured out what the guy was talking about in the virtual reality. Yeah. His daughter had him play it. And uh, apparently he didn't do very well. He got punched out, but he didn't punch anybody else out. Or he didn't land many blows. But uh, he actually showed a little bit of personality there, you know? Oh, he always shows a little. He doesn't show a lot. A little. You know, I guess evidently he started earlier today talking about this trip to Italy he made. And, you know, it, it is interesting. Workaholics struggle with admitting they ever take time off. Yeah, yeah, they and do. So he he had to explain how it was supposed to happen two years ago, or their last year was their fiftieth. So this is actually their fifty-first. 
He had to go through all of that and just saying, you know, it was absolutely a magnificent trip. We got to see things that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. First, he had to explain how difficult it was for him not to be at work. And to let go. I, don't know, I don't know why that is. And um, all of us have a little bit of that in us. And there's a little pride in there, too, saying, look how hard I work. But it is okay to take a vacation, even if you're Nick Saban. It's okay. You know, somebody commented on her, sent you one of those, uh, either a text, I think it was a text line, about how can Sam Pittman be in hot springs, you know, during recruiting? And Trey Biddy had to come on and say, it's a period where recruits can't visit you. Yeah. Can can a coach just, it doesn't matter how much money you're making, you got to take some time off. But for, for, for a guy like Nick Saban, he, he can hardly admit he took time off. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right yeah. to do that. You know, CEOs at major companies, their companies require them to take time off because they have to. And, and a, CEO, a head football coach at a school like that or Arkansas or anywhere is under every bit as much pressure as a CEO is. Now, maybe not the same to the same degree because the CEO, say, if you're at Walmart or Tyson or J.B. Hunt or uh, any GM, any major company, you know, the 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 pro, whole profit thing is a big, big deal. And a football coach doesn't have that responsibility that a, uh athletic director does, although to some degree he does, because if your ticket sales go down, your AD suffers, and you're going to suffer too. But you just got to get away sometimes. Got to let go. Hard to do. That's right. Hard to do. And if you're a control freak on top of that. Yeah, right. That's you right. know, I... I I like told how can you I the be story. The whole program will fall apart if I'm gone. Really? Yeah, I I, I told you the story that um, I can't. I, I guess it was Trey and I. I can't remember, but we were down in in uh, doing our SEC tour, and we were at Alabama, and Josh Maxson was showing us around, mm-hmm. and we were going into the media room in, in order to do the show, and. Um, he brought us outside said, okay, the restroom is down to your left. You can see it from here. Uh, you see this line on the floor? He said, <laughs> do not cross. He said, Coach Saban's office is, you, even if you leaned up against the wall, you couldn't see it. But it was just down the hallway. He said, do not pass this line. This is far as you can go. Do and not you're thinking two hundred dollars. Yeah, do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like don't but go. I'm to like, go. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's is he afraid that there's some kind of it, industrial secrets ridiculous. or? It's ridiculous. And and so many of these guys are sheltered. And again, I worked for Frank Broyles for twenty four years, and he worked long after I was there. If if a fan came in and he was in, his secretary Danita would turn and say, "Coach, can you come out?" He would come out and greet whoever walked in there. We'll never see days like that again, ever. No. It's like you're trying to break into a fortress now. Right. That's right. All right. We're going to say so long and good night from Nashville, Tennessee, the SEC Football Media Days. We will continue tomorrow. Have a great rest of the night. So long, everybody. I'm so angry. Don't be upset. You can always listen to us. You're better than that. 1037 The Buzz. KABZ Little Rock. Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by H.J. Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repairs.